Zach and I started our own kind of clothing brand, SOS Culture. Uh, I'll leave a link at the top of the description. It's just uh, the beginning. We Antonio worked hard on a lot of the shirts that everyone seems to enjoy. I mean, I want to get a couple for myself, and they're all they're very awesome shirts. But this is just the beginning of something new we're trying. And if anyone wants to check it out and tell your friends about it, if you know someone who would look good in a TNT Tate's Thompson shirt, I know I know a couple. So get a ten percent off code GHP at checkout. There's only oh. five shirts there now, but I think within the next couple of days we'll drop a handful more. There will be some bill stuff. I know a lot of people. Enjoy Our the bill collection. Yeah. So a lot of yeah. people do enjoy the bills. Yeah, so I'm driving home. I'm like 10 feet away from the gas station, car just stops. It doesn't stop, but the, the gas doesn't work anymore. And there's every all the lights are on, it's just beeping. Right before I got there, I was like, yeah, I have negative gas. I had to run across to a speedway. How'd you get gas? Did you fill up like a bottle? I spent $20 on a gas jug, put two gallons in it, put it in my car. It still said I had no gas. And then I go to a different gas station and fill it up. Damn. I was playing Frogger on Military World. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Heads podcast. It's episode 19, along with my co-host, Zach. Say hello, it's Zach. It's the Christmas episode of the Go yeah. Heads podcast. It's the Christmas special. That means... Our uh, first Christmas. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we got anything planned, but maybe something will be coming along the maybe way. some surprises if you stick through the whole podcast. Stay till yeah. to the end if you want to see a Christmas surprise. This yeah. intro sucks, but we're rolling with it. Yeah, the Sabres are on a four-game win streak, and it's been three games since our last episode. Uh, we recorded the night after the Kings game where we scored six goals in the third period. But uh, since then, we've been on a tear. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, start off with a 4-2 win over the Avalanche, a very beat-up Avalanche team. Um, and then we go over we to like – brutal that game. They were bodying us. Yeah. That's fine. We won. They were, we won. It's not the prettiest of wins, but it'll do. Um, Sabres go to Mullet Arena, home of the finger-eating competition, and they leave with a 5-2 victory. A and game that-, that not many people saw. Like, I don't know a lot of people who watched. Oh, yeah, that was during the Bills game. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that game later, but we'll stick with the Buffalo's favorite team, the Sabres. And then uh, Monday, mm-hmm. faced the Jack Eichelis Golden Knights with a 3-2 victory. Terrifying ending, but uh, we got the job done. I couldn't stay awake for that game, dude. I'm sorry, you missed uh, – how much did you see? Did you not see any of it? Um, I saw the first period, so I didn't see anything. Yeah. Well, I saw we'll that Kessel is a bad hockey player. He's struggling. They're saying his Ironman streak is in jeopardy just because of him becoming a healthy scratch. 
Oh, really? I didn't even. I haven't heard that. Yeah, they're saying the. Uh, he just doesn't look. He doesn't look. Quick. And the American duo of the century, right there. So, when you lose your center, I can see that happening. Vegas is terrible at home. I did not know this. They have a very bad record at home, and they're like fourteen and one away, which is crazy. Well, uh, the one I remember is they debuted their glow in the dark jerseys, and they got like spanked five to one by Winnipeg. No, five to one by Canucks. It was bad. Yeah, from the team. Imagine running out to that and then losing like that. It was a pretty sick int- introduction to those jerseys. Oh, yeah. not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, Larry Pilot gets his first goal since like 2019. Uh, get to clap on from the point. Jeff Skinner had a goal, and Tage Thompson had that nice goal. Jeff Skinner has had goals since he's come back from his three-game suspension. He comes back, and I, his first game he scores two goals? Yes. Is that against Arizona? Yeah, he didn't play against uh, Colorado. Oh, and speaking of Colorado, we're jumping all over, but Owen Power in warm-ups, or I don't even know if it was before warm-ups, tweaked something. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if it's came out yet. But um, he did not play the past the three now? Yeah, three games, and uh, guys like Cal Clegg have stepped up. Cal Clegg looks pretty good. I, I didn't yeah, give him a lot of in the beginning of the season because I was like, oh, he's playing with Owen Power. He makes everyone look good, but he's been very impressive, so glad I was wrong about that one. I think he's better than Jacob Bryson and Casey Fitzgerald and even Pilot. So Another think- wrong one you yeah. were on about is uh, UPL. Hey, I think we had uh, we were talking about some new resolutions, and my to improve, and he uh, he did a little pre New Year's. Must have heard. They all watched the podcast. They put it on in the locker room. I heard. Yeah, holy cow! He had a nine five three save percentage against Vegas. Forty three shots against, forty one saves. Saved a penalty shot that could have easily tied the game. He embarrassing shot. Horrible. Did you see it? Yeah. That looks like when you, like, forget to do your move and chow. Like, that's what it looked like. It was pretty bad. Yeah, but he saved it. Yeah. Can't discredit that. Save the save. Um, Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterka uh, rode pine that third period. I don't think they played a single minute. Uh, again, I didn't watch the game, but from what I've heard and seen, is they just were cold. That line was cold out west. End of a Sabres after dark road trip out west. The team looked pretty tired. You can tell at the end of that Vegas game that they were really struggling to hold on, and UPL saved them in a way. It's been a long time since we've had a game where a goalie has kind of just bailed you out and won it for you. I feel like last time was Edmonton, but, I mean, it was great to see. I mean, team was very tired. You can't blame them for that. They are playing three lines in the four- third period. I mean, Craig Anderson pretty much stole us a game against the Kings until we decided to score six goals. That is also true, yeah. But it's just it's just nice to see, especially with all the goaltender chatter with the fans around the or around Buffalo. I mean, everyone was saying uh, trade for Demko or the guy from Arizona. I can't think of his name, but um, yeah, it's it's nice to get some good goaltending. Indeed. Indeed. 
Ilya Labushkin's back after missing yeah. nine games, and then like it looked like his first shift or one of his first shifts shifts. I think he blocked a shot. Oh, he got blown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was really like a game hit. That was absurd. That, I've never seen someone fly through the air like that after being hit. Yeah, and then he took two bad penalties. Yeah, yeah, two very bad penalties. Um, in my head, when uh, when he came out, I was thinking, I wonder if he's he he wants like revenge. If he would like, if you get boarded, you want to board someone back. And he answered that not long after by boarding someone. And I was like, yeah, he did want revenge. And then he got out of the box, and uh, I think he got an interference penalty. He just blew up Riley Smith behind the net or something. So yeah, it's good to have him back in the lineup, definitely. Yeah, it's been uh he's been playing injured when he has been in, and uh, he did not look very good since I'd say probably five ten games into the season when that first occurred. He was, we were very thin on defense, but uh, he came back. I had high hopes because he's had a lot of rest now and got hurt right away and took two <laughs> terrible penalties. So, oh well. At least we have off on Friday. Tampa is canceled here in Buffalo due to minor weather warnings that are minor. <laughs> no, extreme. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a rough one. Everyone hunker hunker in. Maybe Christmas is canceled. That's what I'm thinking. Christmas is Sunday. Yeah. Good. I didn't buy any gifts yet. <laughs> I'm back. Playoffs, some may ask. I say maybe. It, it's not completely impossible. Uh, I think the Sabres are four points out with, like, a game or two in hand. I'm pulling up the standings right now. We're fourth in the Atlantic, tied for fourth with Florida. Four points out, game in hand. Nice. Whatever. Yeah, right now the wild card – uh, Rangers, Islanders, Washington, and us. We're ahead of Florida with a game in hand. We're tied with Florida, aren't we, in points? Or do they just... Yeah, we're tied with points. losing right now. They're losing right now to the Devils at the time of the recording. That's good. Wait, I thought Florida was up 2-1. to one. What's the score now? 3-2 to two Devils. Nice. Devils have been uh, falling off. Carolina now leads the Metro... And then uh, Devils would tie it, or they'll still be behind with a win tonight, but they'll be tied in points. It's one more I mean, game. They didn't have an eight-game losing streak, did they? They did not. Oh, okay. I think that's just going to be almost what we're going to be looking at and pointing at the rest of the season for being a fringe team, I feel like, probably for a long stretch if we can keep it up. When was the last time you could remember checking the standings in December, like this close, like every point matters, but at this stage uh, of December? The 10-game win streak was the last time. 10-game win streak was uh, Phil Phil Housley. Yeah, you're right. And then we didn't win for a while consistently. Yeah. We sucked. I think much. we walked at least 10 straight after that, though. Yeah, we, we didn't win for a while, I remember that. But, um, yeah, I can't remember uh, ever a time, like, looking this late in the year at the stats and we're, we're, not, not, out we're not out of it. Two like, spots out, four points. 
one game in hand of the Islanders. It's looking brain Buffalo. Yeah, it really is. Tage Thompson has 50 points. Third in the NHL in points behind Drysaddle McDavid. And he is second in goals with 26, two behind McDavid. And two more than Jason Robertson with 24. Power play specialist. Yeah. No, he is a freak. I think everyone knows this. Yeah, he's kind of just turned the league into his own, and he'll make, like, five plays a game that just make you... Wiggle. Wiggle. That's the word I was looking for. Um, Yeah, a rumor came out. I don't know if you saw this. A very good team, let's not disclose who, was offered. They didn't offer. They were offered a fifth-round pick in exchange for Tage Thompson. And they said no. Doesn't that make you think? Make me think about what? If there's other guys who are worth a fifth-round pick? What would life be like right now if we didn't have Tage Thompson this year or the one prior? It would look like Dylan Cousins either being forced to play a first-line center role. I don't know. It would have been completely different. I feel like we would have done something different if we didn't have him. But we do have him, and let's not discredit that. We have the 6-6 sharpshooting center on our team, and he's really good. And he's on pace for a lot of points, and he's on pace to score a lot of goals, and he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. Or If he can keep healthy, your number one center is here to stay for seven years. After this year, yeah. Seven years after this year for a discount? At a very large discount. Just bring Um, me Dylan Cousins now. That's all I want. It's not all I want, but (laughs) sign Dylan Cousins. I think we need to show a little more uh, appreciation for uh, Tuck and Skinner. Well, I'd say definitely Skinner and the fact that in the game he was gone against Pittsburgh, we looked terrible. Not terrible, but not great. But uh, he came back and he's scored every game since. He has a seven or maybe eight game point streak now. He had a, I think it was after his first goal, had 14 points in his last seven games. So, and then talk is just. Yeah, them two on the end caps at Thompson is a very special first line. And I saw a bunch of stuff on um, Twitter. Thompson's 27, Skinner's 30, and it it basically is just saying that we need to go into a mode to win now. Thompson's Thompson's 25. Tuck. Yeah. Right. Tuck's 26. Just looked it up. You said Uh, Thompson, but Tuck's 26, which is even younger, so – Right, but they're all in like an area of prime. Like they're not going to get much better than what we're seeing. So it's time to make. Is it? It's not time to make a move now. You physically can. It's a great. Right. It's time. But it's time to start thinking about what your move is going to be. Because how clear can your core be? Like what else? 
what else do you need? I keep thinking back to Jacob Chikrin, and as fun as that would be, I don't know if the cost is worth it to be your fourth defenseman. I think uh, I have a lot of faith in uh, the top three. Obviously, one can get injured and all hell could break loose, but I don't think your fourth defenseman should cost you two first-round equivalents plus roster and draft and et cetera. So I don't know. I, I, I love Jacob Chikrin. I, we have the capital. We have too much capital at, to a degree. Wouldn't be mad, but I just don't think that's the move to make. And I wouldn't be upset if it were to happen, but a guy we like – million dollars in cap space right now. Yeah, with some guys to pay, but we're also getting the only close with more than that is Anaheim and Arizona. Where are Anaheim and Arizona? The the basement, like their their basement dwelling teams, were proven to not be that anymore. I mean, right? Like we're not. I wouldn't put them in the same category as them. Us in the same category as them? Would you? No, not even not, close. Not even close anymore. I think. Anaheim, it's it's very tough because they have a really weird built team. So it's like I think they're going to – I don't think they're going to rebuild because I think they have their main pieces and they're just going to build around it, kind of like how the Sabres should have done five years ago. But uh, Chicago's at the bottom. That's quite on purpose. Columbus, third last right after the Johnny Gaudreau signing. So – some may be questioning that, but Arizona, San Jose, Philly, and Vancouver, those are all teams down there. Then Ottawa and Nashville. Nashville's a surprise this year. They're sitting at 500, 13, 13, and 4. So it's like Kevin should be calling these teams and being like, hey, what's your plan? Are you looking to kind of just tank this year, hope for the best in the lottery, or are you going to try pushing sure for um, like, what's his job? I, I think to a degree, he's ca- he's talking to someone probably every day to every other day, and because trades don't just happen in a snap of a finger. Yeah, you don't just hit propose trade and then switch it, switch the guys you had in it, and then hit it again and get the guy you want. It's not, it's not yeah. a video game. But also, a part of me doesn't think Kevin is trying to do anything to a point to. Like give up on guys, and he has his plan. Give up on who? I'd say what's that? The- Olson, Yoki Haru, Krebs, maybe the kids line, but I don't think they really count. But like I don't know. There's it seems like the fixes on this team are so easy to to kind of just do without even jeopardizing your future. Or I don't know. It just seems. It's just confusing. I that's the only way I can really explain it. It's just like does he stick to his plan or does he try fast forwarding? And it looks like he's gonna stick to his plan. There's no rumblings out there other than Chickren, but Chickren's more of like a long term piece. But uh, a guy like Joel Edmondson in uh Montreal is now available according to some sources. So that could be a guy the Sabres can you know, maybe bottom pair. Solid veteran. He's like 6'4", something like that. Won a cup. 29 years old. 
got a year or two left on his contract. It seems perfect to me. I mean, the team, you want to have a team that can score goals, and our team is the best team in the league at doing that. We're second in the power play. We're first in goals for a game. Like, were we ever that with the Jack Eichel rebuild ever? The Even in the top ten? Maybe the power play may have trickled up a little here and there, but I don't think long-term. Goals for a game, we were never anywhere near what we are now. We're outscoring every team in the league. So you, it's it, all the facts are there for Kevin Adams to do what he wants to do, and he's going to do whatever he wants to do. And if it's going to be waiting and sitting on his hands this whole year, then I don't really know if this team can make the playoffs. I think they can make the playoffs. I don't know if they will make the playoffs. He I needs think- to reward them. He he needs to reward who he knows is part of this team. And, like, we believe in you. Here's a veteran center or defenseman. Maybe goalie. But I don't, I don't know if that's as needed with Lukanen starting to prove himself. I, I feel bad for, like, shitting on him so much. But he really has – We were shitting on him when he, he didn't even have 20 games under his belt as a goalie. Like, you can't hop off a goalie that quick. Like, it's not – Ron, who said it takes, like, half a season to get adjusted. Like, he started off in Rochester, too, and he's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's young kid. Comrie's obviously injured. I'd like to see what we got in him. He played with – we had no defense when he was playing. So, it's – there, there's still a lot of question marks on this team that I think, like I was saying earlier, Kevin Adams doesn't want to give up on. And that can go for goalies and go for your bottom defensemen. But at some point you got to do something. And I think that's just going to be repeated week by week by us and every fan on social media or calling into WGR probably and – it, every podcast, they're all going to say the same thing. Just do the damn trade, Kevin. Make some calls. But we're obviously not in control. And only time will tell. Yeah, we're not really um, up there in our funds to buy the team yet. We still need about how much were the Sabres? Maybe half a billion. So the Sabres are $600 million. We are still about $600 million away from getting to that goal. So as of right now, we are not in charge of any trades. You could help so, us to our goal. Um little plug here. Zach and I started our own kind of clothing brand. Um, some demos will be in soon. But, uh, yeah, SOS Culture. Uh, I'll leave a link at the top of the description. It's just uh, the beginning. We – Antonio worked hard on a lot of the shirts that everyone seems to enjoy. I mean, I want to get a couple for myself and they're all, they're very awesome shirts, but this is just the beginning of something new we're trying. And if anyone wants to check it out and tell your friends about it, if you know someone who would look good in a TNT Tate Thompson shirt, I know I know a couple. So yeah, give it, give it a check. And you get a uh, 10% off code GHP at checkout. Uh, yeah, there's only five shirts there now, but I think within the next couple of days we'll 
drop a handful more. There will be some Bills stuff. I know a lot of people enjoy the Bills collection. Yeah. So a lot of people do enjoy the Bills. We can talk about the Bills. Yeah, the Bills are fun. They win. The Bills played um Saturday night, so did our Buffalo Sabres, who not a lot of people watched as previously mentioned, but the Bills were on and they got it done. In the snow. Yeah. Um Snow didn't hit till the fourth quarter. It was definitely cold. I was not there. Um, but it, uh, the fans throwing snowballs. You, you gotta love that. The the refs threatening the ref to uh, to those who do not obey. Uh, to yeah, stop we almost them. got a penalty. Yeah. I, I, when, I, when they <laughs> on the broadcast, they were like, "Oh man, they're saying something about the snowballs," and the camera just pans in. On this guy, and he's got like a whole setup of snowballs ready to be thrown. Yeah, <laughs> I would have, I would have joined. I, that that looks like a blast. Uh, I would have thrown a snowball too. That's the. It's just fun. Like it, it's, it's just silly stuff. That was a game definitely to be at. Unfortunately, we were not. But uh, that would have been probably the mo- one of the most fun games this year to attend. Um, unfortunate for us, Bills games cost uh, a lot of money. But when they when we got a winning team, pay to pay to see. So yeah, fuck the Dolphins. <laughs> was it cold yeah, enough? I, was it, it wasn't that cold. It was like thirty two degrees. It was just barely cold. Did you see his uh, shirt he was wearing in practice. I and wish it, it were colder. Yeah, yeah. That's why I ask. Josh I wish Allen, I played. Uh, yeah. They, they were practicing with full AC in their Miami facility leading up oh, to the Oh, I bet they were actually in there. Yeah. No, fun game. Um, we didn't win by a big gap like I was hoping, but uh, Miami, Miami's good. I If you don't accept that by now. Uh, news flash. Yeah, I don't want to play Miami in the playoffs. Like, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, Tua's above average. I don't think – I just think we're so spoiled with Josh Allen and winning the past four seasons to – it's just fans are just un, a little ungrateful. And I think uh, – I don't know. It should be appreciated more. Well, the whole narrative around, like you just briefly mentioned it, uh, we didn't win by a big margin. When we were winning by big margins, the whole thing was we can't win close games. And now we're winning close games. And everyone's like, we can't. We're not a dominant team anymore. Like what? Like You can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> you can't. Don't get me wrong. The offense has been sloppy. Um as Jerry Sullivan mentioned a couple weeks ago, but uh, let's keep it, giving him. And, and the fans are kind of used to close to perfection with Josh Allen, and there's just some plays you kind of notice he's human. He has a very high amount of interceptions this year. I but, think he's um, going to have surgery after this season on his elbow. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Who knows? He's not- Playing at full full health, he still has issues with that elbow. But even prior to, that, to throw the football, like that's a big 
kind of unfortunate. Kind of out of the MVP race, I think Mahomes has it on lockdown, and then with Jalen Hurts getting injured as well. So, yeah, another MVP for Mahomes. But hopefully, Allen will be Super Bowl MVP. So that's all that matters. But obviously, without Von Miller now and handful of other injuries here and there. It's just – it sucks, but it's sports. All the other teams are dealing with injuries too. Um, and I don't think anything really matters till playoff time. As spoiled as that sounds, I think they just need to secure the rest of the season and then playoffs. I can't – I can't imagine saying that about the Sabres. Yeah. That would be, I mean, that would be fun. And I don't want – and it's like I – a part of me, like, is, like, scared of us to be good because of watching the Bills. You know what I mean? Like, we were so terrible, but the fan base was so close and fun, and it was like, oh, we'll be good one day. And then we get this ch- child sent from God named Josh Allen, and he carries this team. It's great. But now it's like – it's like the fans aren't – grateful for what they've got and it's very out. commercialized now like being a bills fan is sold to you everywhere mm-hmm. like and there's before you know it tate thompson jerseys will be seen in every room around america because he's america's darling now around phoenix and buffalo i would say there'd be a, two big hot spots of tate thompson jerseys and maybe st louis i had a i had a thought um, Tage Thompson for the cover of NHL 24. Oh, that'd be cool. I didn't even think of that. Think about it, though. They, they like buy- the American boys. They they tend to stick there. I, before the season, I thought Jack Eichel would get it just because Vegas, mm. all the shit he's been through. He hasn't done anything crazy. No this is before the season. Like, I was expecting him to have a crazy season. I mean, he still is, but Tage Thompson is killing it right now. Like, Obviously, they gave him the cover. That'd be really cool. But then, but (laughs) but then we start getting into like the. It's like it's not like our little secret hidden gem anymore. It turns into like the Josh Allen thing, where it's like everyone knows. And well, do we want it? Like it's like it's not ours to enjoy. Yeah, I'm just obviously more people. I get what you're saying. I understand. I don't want to have a cliche. If if it's the Sabres Mafia that goes mainstream, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. I'm yeah. not going to – I'm not going to – I'm going to have a Joker moment. <laughs> if I see Sabres Mafia anything, if I hear it, if I see it, I'm going to lose my mind. I had a dream the other night. Very vivid of us at uh, what's it called? Why can't I think of the name? The the plaza party in the plaza, watching like I think it might have been the last game of the year, or I don't think it was a playoff game. It was to like secure a playoff spot, tickets were sold out, and but we went to the party in the plaza and we won, and it was just like hell yeah, it felt so real. I felt the energy. 11 years of suffering just off your chest. You realize the tank was worth it, but it was for Tage Thompson to be center the whole time. And it's just, 
I don't think we're far away from it. I really don't. Not it's, at all. It'd be I, silly I, to think we are. I almost think I find it almost near impossible for us to not be in the playoffs next season, and that's with well, a lot of teams falling off and the Sabers needing to improve. And I, I just can't see them not improving this off season, regardless of how the season ends. It needs to be this off season or trade deadline if we're still in the hunt. I think if you're still in the hunt by the trade deadline. You go all in this season. Not all in, obviously. Like, don't handcuff yourself to a player, but make a few moves to make your team as good as possible. And I, I, I think next year the bar is playoffs, a hundred percent. It's yeah. got to be. Going in this, it, has. it was not playoffs. It was a pipe dream. It was like, would we really like it? No, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the main goal. The main goal is to improve off of last season, show development. And, like, if I told you in the in the summer, Sabres are two games about 500 going into Christmas, I'd be like, hell yeah. That's literally exactly where we wanted to be, yeah. Like, 500 was honestly the goal. So being above that is nice. Being so above it, and it looks like we can – and the only reason we're two games above it and not more is because we went on an eight-game dud, which we'll have to talk about the whole season. Like, I feel like every episode we'll have to mention this cursed eight-game losing streak that single-handedly tanked our season. And I think a lot of that has to do without having Matias Samuelson and a lot of other guys on the back end. I think he should be the heart finalist. Along with <laughs> Matias Samuelson. Yeah. I mean, it's it's come to show their their record without him is terrible, and with him, it's amazing. Like without that losing, yeah, that like cause causation is not. I'm being very sarcastic. With I don't mean what I say, but no, I don't I, mean like the heart, like but the whole. Um, it's obviously a fact that we win more games with Matias Samuelson in the lineup. And I think it does have to do a lot with having Matias Samuelson in the lineup. I don't think that's just like a, a silly stat. Was that that was a Jason Botterill pick, right? That was the same draft as Darlene. Darlene, yeah. Wow, it was good draft. But at the I time, not Darlene enough. Like how good he is this season, and how good he was, how good he's going to be. It's I I really think this has always been there. It's just the confidence. And the change in the room, I the person who deserves more praise out of anyone, nah, not true. But no, we're not gonna. We're not taking this away from Darlene. This kid is yeah. exactly who he advertised as. Yeah, Don Granado, obviously, but I don't think Don Granado did anything to Rasmus Darlene to completely alter his game. Like he didn't show him something to improve in his game. I just think he gave him the ability to play play your game. Do yeah. what you, like you're not in a system to be a defensive defenseman like Kruger had him as or just it's he's playing his game and, and it's, his defense is improving. Like he's in he's a good defender as well. Like this season and there's not too many last season he had a few especially in the beginning of the season he had a few plays where you watched it back and you were like that that's on Darlene there, but this season he's a Norris finalist, or not Nor? Yeah, Norris finalist. But hey, 
we have one of those guys on our team now. Like this generational McDavid Matthews talent they touted him as is kind of true. Like this guy's legit. Yeah, for uh, defenseman scoring, he currently sits third. Uh, Josh Morrissey passed him. Uh, has 32 assists in 32 games along with six goals. Darlene has 10 goals and 27 assists in 31 games. So he's got one game in hand. Um, but I think Darlene is – obviously I think he's a greater player than Morrissey. Um, his goal don't, against I'm shitting Colorado. But what was that? His goal against Colorado – yeah. Oh my god. Beautiful. I didn't even I didn't even think it went in when I first saw it Tyson celebrating. Yeah, it was Tyson huh? Jost. Tyson Jost on his former team hunts down Kale McCor McCor in the corner, dishes it out Dalian in the slot. It was a great play. I like Tyson Jost a lot. I a like lot. him too. I think he they improved Vinny Henestrosa. We just have two of them on our team. No, I he bring he's a center. He brings a lot more to the table. He's much better defensively. I think I feel bad for Vinny Hinestroza. He improved Vinny Hinestroza. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Like the same kind of like in your face game, but better at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. great pick. Yeah. Um and I, I wish I don't I wish the coaching staff and uh Management kind of saw Middlestat as the same way they see Yost in the way of have him be your depth guy. Don't put this huge ceiling on him. Don't put all this pressure on him. But the first line, though, I really think he did. I really think he did okay on the first line. I think okay, getting his chances, still scoring, Tuck scoring. Middlestat had had a few posts that could have went the other way and. I forgot what game it was, but he had a shot in close on the right side of the net. He just went over the net. So, yeah. Um, middle set's been quiet on the stat sheet, but uh, I don't I, – I don't know. I, I really like middle stat, but I also don't at the same time. I, I, I see the potential. I see the – I see – you heard, like – was it uh, after the whistle said, like, before last season – like the coaching staff saw him as the most talented player in the organization and crazy stuff. He obviously got injured and gave Thompson the room to shine last year, but um, I don't know. I, I feel scared to kind of just give up on him seeing like all these other guys who are like coming into their own showing. I don't him. think we give up on middle stat. I don't see that happening. I think he's a great third line, fourth line left wing. Uh, if you want to – without the huge, like, draft, what was he, seventh overall, if you stop giving him, like, that ceiling and just treat him like how he is, I think he'll be a decent player on this team. But it's like he's surrounded – his line is what? He's always with Olsen, which who is decent as of recent, so I'll give him that. But uh, I think they tried him with Joe Yost, and it's been working a little bit. So – but – I don't know. I think if he was surrounded with the right guys. All right. And with that comes another end to the Goatheads podcast. And the surprise you hung around to the end for 
We will now be shooting on Sundays and releasing on Monday. That's so, your Christmas special. There's your Christmas gift from the Goat Heads podcast. Um, give us money. <laughs> no, don't do that. But buy our merch. Uh, once again, I think uh, Zach and I are oh, probably well Yeah. So top of the description, use code GHP at checkout, 10% off. Support the show. Support the team. Yeah, get, get your ass in the building, too. Uh, we didn't talk about that. I, I want to start seeing fans in the building, um, yeah. including myself and you. We need to start going uh, more. I, I will be at Ryan here. But, um, yeah, I think that wraps it up. Follow us on Twitter at GoHeadsPod. If you're listening on the streaming app, make sure you download the episode, leave a review, tell a friend. Yeah. See you on the next one.